and welcome to another episode of our employment podcast. My name's Ashley Dibb and I'm a paralegal in the employment team and I'm joined by co-host Andrew Halpin who is a partner in the employment team. In today's episode we're going to be talking about mediation and we're joined by Gabriella Hammond who is the head of HR consultancy here at Forbes. So Gabriella can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Um, so um, I joined Forbes in back end of 2022 after a 20-plus year career um, in internal HR. So I came in to head up the consultancy division and that division works predominantly with clients of the employment team to cover off people initiatives, people issues, strategic elements, day-to-day ER issues um, and all elements to do with uh, people within their business. And I understand that as part of that role, you've recently become an accredited mediator. Can you just tell us a little bit about what that entailed? Sure. Yeah. So it was identified um, as a as a requirement, really. <coughs> Excuse me, because um, we had clients asking about the service. What could we do to help them solve conflict within the business? So I undertook um, a period of training, which was. Um, quite an extensive course on on mediation to become accredited Um, and the reason why mediators have to do that or it's certainly advice for them to do that is there's a lot that can go wrong in a mediation so the the training covers that and makes sure that you can work through that. And maybe just for those who don't know much about mediation do you want to just give a summary of what what it is? Okay so mediation really is um, getting the parties together who are in conflict with each other. So that can be a one-on-one or it can be a group conflict or um, a group resolution that's needed and it gets them talking about the issue rather than it being a resolution that's uh, put upon them or decided for them, they're involved in the process. So um, they mediate themselves really and the mediator, the accredited mediator is the facilitator to help them work through it. But it's um, the resolutions that come from mediation are focused from the people themselves, which is why it works so well. And is it right to say all parties have to consent to mediation? Yeah, definitely. It's a voluntary process, so someone shouldn't be cajoled or forced into it, and it has to be them themselves um, taking part. Uh, and agreeing to do it. Otherwise, what you what you tend to find is they don't believe in the process, they don't believe, they don't have ownership of the resolution, and it falls down. And in terms of um, managers who, who might be listening and say, I'm not wasting my time, I'm not doing mediation, it's fluffy HR <laughs> nonsense. What would, you, what would you say to them in terms of the pros of it? I think they have to take a look at the problems that the conflict is causing within their department and that will only grow. Um, It only takes a a small issue to build and build within the team and if you've got um, a team of people that conflict between two people can spread Um, and the reason why mediation is, is a useful tool is it can nip that in the bud. Um, meaning it doesn't grow and it doesn't end up um, affecting efficiencies, productivity or end up with someone leaving the business. Because mm. I think as well, it's a lot of conversations we have with managers, it tends to be when there's a conflict they'll go, they're the least valuable person, the, the relationships have broken down but from an employment law perspective that doesn't really bite unless mm. there's absolute 
break down and things are falling apart and the wheels are coming off, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to find ways to resolve it. Yeah, and it, and it can serve as a, as a, as a product to, to enforce that you have tried as a business yes. and you have tried as a manager in a team that you've done everything that you possibly can to alleviate the concerns, alleviate the conflict, which, which um, is, is obviously just shows that your intent was there in the first place. Okay. Um, how, how do mediation come about then, again, for managers if they're thinking about it? At what stage or stages should it be implemented or, or conducted? Okay, so it, there's, there's two schools of thought really on that. One, it can, it can start as the informal stage before a formal grievance process to, to try and mean that you don't end up mm -hmm. at a grievance. Um, or it can be post-grievance. So there's a, a grievance decision being given on a situation, but one or two of the parties, because that's a decision that's been imparted on them, they may not understand, they might not be bought into it. So you can get the parties together post-grievance to examine the, the grievance decision and really discuss it and, and come to some agreement. Yeah. What it shouldn't be is mid-process, because if it's mid-process, there's, there's something you're waiting for and there's a decision, so the, the parties, the, the people concerned, wouldn't really be bought into it. Okay. And how often, again, put you on the spot, but how, how often do you find it works? Because, again, if there's been a, someone's gone as far as raising a grievance or been disciplined, there's going mm -hmm. to be some bad blood, going to be yeah. some frustration, um, dislike for, we'll just take it as one, two people, dislike for one another. Once you've gone through that mediation process or, or get them around the table, how do you ensure that that's followed up? And so, statistically, I think that the stats tell us that 80% of mediations okay. are a success. Okay. But there's different degrees of success. Um, so even if maybe there aren't a whole host of resolutions or agreements or commitments developed, and technically you would deem that as unsuccessful, even just going through the process, can get the parties talking okay. so you might not it might not be a tick in terms of yes this has been a hundred percent successful but you've, you've you've broken ground and you've made some inroads so i would say all all times there is yeah. some element of success okay and and who is responsible for the mediation so so once again it's been conducted and agreement in inverted mm -hmm. commas has been reached who is then responsible for managing that and ensuring that it Continues. Well, them themselves, really. The, at the end of the mediation, you develop an agreement, um, and although it's a document and you sign it, and you, it, it, all parties go away with it, it's not legally binding. But because you've been through the process and you've got the ownership, it's in their best interests mm -hmm. to continue. The mediator um, will do a follow-up after so many weeks to see how the process has gone, but really, it's, it's the parties themselves who have ownership for it. And any tips for, for line managers if they've not conducted the mediation and say you've gone in and done it and mm -hmm. we've got a plan, what should line managers be attempting to do? Well, because it's because it's a hugely confidential process, there are some occasions where you ask them, you ask the parties, um, can we share this resolution and, and, sh and let your manager know or let the HR team know? Sometimes they say no if it's a really emotive subject but nine times out of ten that's been shared so there's, there's no harm with a manager picking up on that and saying how, how are things how are you finding it 
um, and, and just to, to reinforce the message. So if a client has been through the mediation process, they've got a plan in place, and then say a year or so later, everything breaks down again, what options are available, available to them then at that stage? Okay, so uh, a remediation mm -hmm. is an option. Um, wouldn't be as detailed or as lengthy because you're reinforcing and just rediscussing what's been uh, the issue secondary. Um, if the parties think, well, we've done it once, I don't want to do it again, that's obviously their their call because it's got to be voluntary. But it really would be for the manager or the HR department or mm -hmm. whoever to just dig out the agreement that was that was uh, created if it's been shared publicly. Um, and just go through it with the parties yeah. and just say this is what you agreed to how has it fallen down mm -hmm. um, how can we re re reinvigorate it and, and what can we do differently because yeah. it could result couldn't it in a further disciplinary couldn't mm -hmm. it if, if the mediation is broken down it's one party they could be failure to follow it could although um, obviously because it's a mutually agreed and it's confidential mm -hmm. and it's not legally binding it's it depends what's happened so you wouldn't be able to rely on you did not do this yeah. um, so I'm, I'm going to investigate and, and potentially take you down poor performance because it was a it was a, um, an informally ag created agreement but thankfully that's not something we see a lot of no. it's no. once that mediation has yeah. been done it's, it's, because it's future focused it really relies on the, the parties themselves thinking I need to do this because I want my life at this company to be happy I yeah. want to be happy within work so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to it okay. and obviously in some situations when mediation is needed it may come off the back of grievances disciplinaries mm -hmm. as we were saying before um, Obviously in that situation where many people have been involved in previous processes, it may not be suitable for the line managers to then be involved in the mediation mm -hmm. itself. So that is when you can go out to yeah. assist. Just in terms of you going out to clients and assisting the mediation, what would that look like? Okay, so typically we get a referral mm -hmm. from the HR department um, and within that referral is a, is a brief summary yeah. of, of the situation as they see it. But often what you find when you actually start talking to the parties, mm -hmm. that situation is different and can vary. So when we go in, when I go in to do a mediation, to hold a me mediation, invariably it's two parties. Mm -hmm. So what you do is speak to them both individually uh, for a good period of time to really hear the matter from their perspective. Um, and that, that holds a twofold reason. You find out what's going on, mm -hmm. but also you start to build rapport. Yeah. Um, with the, the parties because mediation is all about trust they have to trust me to have um, an impartial and unbiased view mm -hmm. so it's not about making decisions or, f or, or finding out what's gone on to make my own mind up because that's that's not mm -hmm. what my role is um, after you've held the individual meetings then if they're still in agreement um, you, you move to a joint session mm -hmm. uh, with both parties in the room and again, what you, when they've been through the issue with you, they've clarified it in their own mind. So they start to then relate to others. Mm -hmm. um, and gradually through the mediation process, the mediator backs off a little and lets the two parties together start talking. And that's how they end up coming to their own agreements. The mediator's role is just to facilitate that yep. and to help them along the way, um, but not help them 
make up the resolutions Mm -hmm. because it's not my decision it's not my thoughts about how I may help them Um, and that's really difficult Mm -hmm. because certainly coming from an HR background you want to help people you want to help them navigate through so um, you really have to sit back because how I think I might solve that solution Mm -hmm. might not be right for them so it's, it's their call um, and at the end of that session, and that session will take as long as it needs to take, yeah. um, and can reschedule if it's a really lengthy or emotive one, um, the two parties then themselves agree three or four resolutions that they're going to work to and stick to for mm-hmm. the future. And after that has been agreed and you have those resolutions, do you check back in at any point to see how things are going? Or yeah. So typically within sort of four to six weeks, mm-hmm. it's just a bit a brief, um, usually via email or phone call check-in with each party, just to say how have the last few weeks gone, have you been able to, to mm-hmm. work on these areas, um, is it working, what what do you need to do, and, and invariably it's, oh, we're, we're working through them, it's been slow, but it's, it's made yeah. a difference. In term- really interested because I the last mediation I did actually um, was a disaster uh, <laughs> probably because I'm not an accredited mediator but um, two parties it was a grievance raised um, and they were clearly unhappy despite both agreeing to go to mediation mm-hmm. the the person who'd made the complaint was clearly unhappy with the findings that they didn't find effectively in his favour and what he was okay. alleging the individual had done. Um, so when I started the mediation, he effectively attempted to rehash his grievance. He was okay. really upset, really frustrated, and lots and lots of stuff came out. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the, the, the mediation was a complete disaster. <laughs> um, but how, again, for managers who might think, oh, well, we'll stick mediation down, mm. that'll tick that box. Um, it's got to be a bit more nuanced than that, hasn't it? Yeah. There's got to be, um, you know, proper focus and serious consideration. So, what kind of things to avoid? My war story. <laughs> you know, should managers be doing and to assist you? Okay. So, the mediation is future focused. So, you've obviously got to have what's happened before in mind, but you almost can't dwell on it. So, you examine what the situation is but you you have to draw the parties back in the meeting to stop referring to what's gone on. And it's, okay, we we, we realise that's happened, we can't change the past, it's happened, but it's how we move on and watch what could we all be doing differently to mean that 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 is not parked, but it's it's there, it's happened, but let's do something different in the future to, to, to move things on. But... It's important to realise that not all situations lend themselves to mediation. If um, if there are there are certain elements at play that the mediator thinks no, this situation isn't going to work, and that could be that one party has more um, uh, of a hold over the other party, mm-hmm. um, so they they hold all the cards. That's that's not going to work because not all the parties aren't there equally. So that can tend to happen when you've got a manager and an employee, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if the manager's proactive enough to, to not hold the cards of, I am your manager and you will do this, then then it can still go ahead and it can yeah. still work. And would it be advisable if um, 
manager is handling a grievance, a disciplinary, whatever it may be, and they're coming to the outcome stage and they're thinking, right, mediation might be mm -hmm. an option. Would it be worth picking up the phone to you beforehand just to say, look, this is what we're thinking? Yeah. 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 I think just sounding it out um, to make sure that if that is in your mind, that the, that the situation that you've got would be worth mediation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, final query from me, obviously we've touched a lot on their mediation, which happens, I suppose, the majority of the time, which falls out from a process. Mm -hmm. Again, if a manager has two employees who are just at loggerheads, so we, we know it happens. Mm -hmm. You've had the informal conversations. Yeah. You may, you know, have done formal things in the past. You've raised it in appraisals, but it's still there bubbling away. There's nothing to stop a manager pulling two people together, is there, in the event there's no formal process to say, look, this is what I'm thinking about? No, no, mediation doesn't just have to come from a formal disciplinary or a grievance. It, it can literally be there's, there's a, something, there's a conflict or there's, there's miscommunications or something's happening within the team. Mm -hmm. It's not got to the stage where there's a, a performance issue, but it's clearly having an effect, and it's affecting the engagement yeah. um, and the employee engagement and, and the and the, the factors within the, the team, no, it can, it can still be a, a really good option. Yeah. And it, 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 there's more and more, you know, case law now and legislation that is the supportive measure, mm -hmm. you know, and mediation is only going to become yeah. more involved and more engaged. Yeah, and that's what we're starting to see, is, it? is, is um, clients looking for different, so different solutions to be able to show themselves and not just show themselves, but you know, represent that they are wanting to, to have a team that work well together. Yeah. Uh, that's been um, really helpful, Gabby. And just suppose one final thing from me that I'm keen on again is for we've touched on what you need to do. Um, obviously, things for managers to look into, but there's nothing stopping you training managers on things to look for mm -hmm. going in you know, line manager training type of thing? Yeah, so so I can't deliver training for, for mediation, but what I can deliver um, in for clients um, is um, mediation awareness. Okay. So the pros and cons, how it works, um, some examples, case studies, and things like that that I find helpful. Right. okay, that's brilliant, thank you. And just to end things, we've introduced a new feature to our podcast, so if for our next guest we want to know if there's a question you'd like us to ask them oh right okay um i suppose i'm always interested in in how someone's got to where they they are mm -hmm. so um about their career and, yeah. and what would what would they do differently perfect brilliant thank you well thank you very much um for listening and thank you gabby for for joining us uh hope you found it useful and here's to wishing everyone a happy and successful 2024. See you next time.